You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time again for Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show. They can't believe there wasn't any Crash Bandicoot games announced for the PlayStation 5. Where's Crash Bandicoot? Maybe going to Xbox. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm Cody, the number one Crash Bandicoot fanboy. I'm Josh, I'm more of a Gex guy. I'm Bubsy's best friend, Sam. I'm Sam, and I love Spyro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He what loved a, that dragon boy. <laughs> dragon. <laughs> he gets all the gems. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we have been checking out this week. Who wants to start? You guys all play that that Crash Bandicoot remaster? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I, I've, I've been wanting to, though, honestly. Uh, it actually is. It's really good. It's I've good. Yeah. It off and on recently, yeah. actually. Yeah. No <laughs> joke. It is. It is really good. <laughs> I mean, I have it, but I haven't touched it. It's, it's been on sale a lot, off and on. So if you have any interest in it, it's not hard to get it for pretty cheap. That's cool. Hey, speaking of sales and games and check them outs. So on the Switch, they had a big sale the other day, and Mortal Kombat 11 was on sale so i picked it up hey hey someone asked me how's mortal kombat 11 on the switch how's mortal uh, kombat 11 on the switch it's not great oh no <laughs> it's super not good so like it runs very it's very laggy surprisingly almost embarrassingly laggy in some spots the fighting itself is fine you could tell that's where the team that did the port put like all over their time and effort like to make sure the fights worked correctly and those i have no problem with but the graphics are not awesome uh hair graphics in particular have a pretty significant dip from the (laughs) ps4 and xbox version to the switch it is unpleasant to look at menus will like speed up and slow down depending on on how, how many effects are on the screen at any given moment. The uh, mouth flap for the uh, fight intros, outros, that sort of thing, they do not, a lot of times, do not line up with the dialogue because Ouch. of lag issues. There's one intro that I swear is going to end up crashing the game. Yeah, there's a, there's an, a fight intro where Cassie Cage turns her back to the uh, opposing player and takes a selfie on a cell phone and it like chugs every time that happens it (laughs) is yeah it's it's bad and probably the worst offender is so the last couple of mortal kombat games have this mode called the crypt and it's basically how you go through and unlock everything that's what i've heard that the the crypt is almost unplayable you can barely see it because the gamma, the uh, the uh, um, contrast is turned up so so high. You, like the whole thing is supposed to be dark and moody, but you just can't see anything. And I have, on no less than four occasions, had it crash out to what I swear is almost like the desktop. <laughs> <laughs> like if I were playing on PC, it would crash to the desktop. Like the whole thing like locks locks the switch completely. Requires full reboot. It's Jesus. It's bad. It's a it's a bad time. Would not recommend. I mean, I, mean, I didn't plan on picking it up on the Switch anyway cuz Yeah. I mean, well, here's you know, here's the thing. I I'm a fighting game guy, but growing up, my household was very much a Street Fighter house. We weren't really a Mortal Kombat house, you know, the the ex, the excess blood and gore and all that stuff. Plus you know, I just, I like these the movements and the special moves more for uh, Street Fighter. I like tilts instead of straight-up directional inputs. I think yeah. I, I have a harder time playing Mortal Kombat games because of that. But I love the stupid, stupid narrative that Mortal <laughs> Kombat games put out. There, it is the worst. E- it is equally the worst and the best. It is like playing an interactive... <laughs> bad movie night movie basically (laughs) like there's so many convoluted like things with oh we have to go to this realm to get 
the secret amulet of Sh Shinnok and Raiden's gone evil and oh no and this one has time travel in it so there's two Johnny Cages and one of them's a dink <laughs> I can't believe people take it seriously but they do they do and I, I, that boggles the mind but <laughs> so I picked up this game one it was on sale and two they recently came out with a bonus to their story mode, which makes the story mode last roughly 15 hours. Good lord, that's yeah. way too much. <laughs> but if you're if you're sitting back and laughing at the ridiculousness and kind of going, ah, oh, this this sucks, but play it for an hour and get a chuckle and then put it down and then pick it up, play it for an hour and chuckle and put <laughs> it down. It's it's worth the half price that I picked it up for. But Are the cutscenes just straight up videos? <laughs> no, they're not. But they, uh, no, everything is done with in-game models, which is kind of, huh. which is, which is fascinating. That's also why I think a lot of the stuff is kind of laggy because it's just having trouble rendering that many in-game models for that amount of time. Also, Ronda Rousey is, she is just the pits. She was oh, yeah. stunt cast oh. as Sonya Blade, not even for the, like her, visual they didn't mocap her face sonya blade look doesn't look like ronda rousey but she sounds like ronda rousey and she delivers all of her lines like this that's called acting it's <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm just bad at telling when acting is good apparently <laughs> no johnny cage get away from the magic portal it's it's like that and it's just yikes it's just the worst, but the one <laughs> the one gleaming thing I could say about it, well, uh, there are a couple. The guest characters, which the last couple of Mortal Kombat games have had, characters that are not part of the Mortal Kombat storyline that show up in the game. This time they got RoboCop, and they got Peter Weller to voice him, the original RoboCop, and it's just so good to see RoboCop fighting people and, and doing, the, doing the thing. They also got... Um, Keith David. Keith David. He voices Spawn, which he voiced Spawn in the uh, HBO, HBO cartoon from, Larry from like David. 2000. Larry David. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Larry and, David Spawn. <laughs> and the best one, I think, they um, they got the actor who played Shang Tsung from the uh, Mortal Kombat movie, uh, Carrie Haryuki Takawa, to come in and both do both facial mocap and vocals for uh, the Shang Tsung character. And he's basically the star of the bonus story mode content. And like that actor is just the best. The way so he is so slimy and so charismatic that it just works so well. It's great. So I would say pick up the game if you have a system that's not the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Don't get the Switch version. It, it just barely runs. It's not a good time. <laughs> this I is kind the, of an anti-check them out. Yeah, I got the My Hero Academia fighting game because it was on Bitch, sale for fifteen dollars. This. this is news to me it, too. Yeah, but I haven't played it yet. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, ho hopefully it's good because yeah. fifteen dollars is a good deal. <laughs> That's a really good deal. I yeah. almost picked up Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters because it was marked down from like sixty down to like fifteen bucks. But then yeah. I saw that the uh, DLC is well over a hundred dollars to get. Oh my the... god! <laughs> what? Wait, yeah, wait, wait, there wait. Are... for what game? Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter oh, Z? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they put out three seasons worth of DLC characters. At uh, two of them are at twenty-five bucks a piece. One of them is at thirty-five bucks a piece. And then there are various other things that go into it. So. Yeah, yeah, you could pay you could pay fifteen bucks to get into the game, but to be tournament legal for anything, you have to drop at least a hundred on That's top insane. of the yeah. And and no, thank you. I don't have that much of a, a care for the Dragon Ball characters anyway. But I was going to pick it up because it looked cheap and um, the f Arc System Arxis they do really good fighting games and. Just visually, it looked interesting, but yeah, you don't I, want you don't want to pay two hundred dollars to play as five different versions of Goku. Yeah, I don't want to play. Oops, all Gokus. 
Speaking of Ark system works, I, I played a little bit of uh, River City Girls the other oh, day. Yeah, what do you think? It's great. It's a fun little uh, beat-em-up. It's very much inspired by River City Ransom, the NES game, mm-hmm. where you where you just walk around and scroll scroll through and beat up thugs. But also, there's a big shopping component where you get new equipment and like moves and stuff. And the art and animation is fantastic, uh, and the writing is actually pretty funny. Oh, it looks it looks super great. Yeah, I've I've been looking at that one for a while as well. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's way forward that developed it, and they always do a good job. I mean, they're the Shantae people. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, the new Shantae did come out on console. I have played all the way through that. It's really good. It's a Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you like those, this is a good one. Cool. Uh, it's cute. It has uh, fully animated cutscenes. Not a whole lot of them, but they're neat to be there at all. Um, and it it's a fun little eight or nine hour platform metroidvania game i'd recommend it oh excellent that sounds that's that's awesome yeah i've uh i've been looking at that a little bit as well got so many good games out right now yeah i was torn between like getting it or xenoblade remake and Mm -hmm. i went with chante because it's 30 dollars as opposed to 60 and i've already bought xenoblade i think twice so Which, I mean, Xenoblade is good, but I don't know. I just, I don't need a humongous JRPG in my life right now. I'm still puttering along at Dragon Quest on occasion, so. Yeah. I also saw Dragon Quest was on sale. It's down to like 41 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's definitely worth it. That's worth paying full price for. Yeah, really? Okay, cool. It's a really good port, too. You can hardly, you can hardly tell the difference. Really? Oh, good. And it runs really smoothly, like. I've played both versions, and they're both good. Good. Plus, Dragon Quest XI on Switch has the good soundtrack. Yeah. And it has 2D mode. You can play the whole game in, in 2D if you really wanted to. Oh, that's that's kind of awesome. It looks like a Super Nintendo game. It's really cool. Oh, very cool. It, it's pointless, and like you almost you have to keep a separate save file for it. You can't just like hop. switch back and forth. Yeah. But, I mean, it's there. They made a whole full demake of their own game you can play if you wanted to. <laughs> also, it's just huge. It's a humongous game. You definitely get your money's worth. Cool. Oh, hey, sorry to jump back to this. Um, so I was talking about Oops All Gokus. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I hopped into the, uh, the Dragon Ball Fighter Z Wikipedia page. So there are 40 characters currently. Uh, five of them are actual literal Gokus. And if you if you count Vegeta's and combined forms and other things like that, there are eleven Goku's in a forty character game. One fourth of one fourth of the roster is Goku's. <laughs> and there's so many Dragon Ball characters. There's a lot of Dragon Ball guys. Yeah, but no. You instead you have to have Goku and Ultra Instinct Goku and also Blue Goku. <laughs> Super and also Sam. Child Goku. Blue Koo. Hey. <laughs> Don't you dog on my old school Goku. Stealth Combat Goku. Uh, dino Damage Goku. How about Vegito <laughs> and Gogeta? Because they are they are both kind of Goku. I guess they are both one half Goku, making them the two of them in total one Goku. That's like the composite Superman of dragon ball character it is yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they brought out they brought out fusions near the near the end of dragon ball z there's two different ways to do it that's why the two different characters or two different combinations or whatever but that's that's just my little bit of you know dragon ball trivia there for you mm-hmm. did i talk about bug fables last time uh no no you didn't no. that's a switch game and that's really good um it's paper mario but bugs nice See when you and, were t- when you t- when you made that comment before, I thought you were being like you know kind of snarky about it. No, it is it's literally Paper Mario with bugs. <laughs> like the battle system is almost identical. Um, when I play it with the sound turned down, the the Mario the Paper Mario like music stings play in my head. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's 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 that close. Like when I win a battle, I can hear the Paper Mario victory song play in my head it's so close 
Nice, nice. But but I mean, it works and it's fun and the bug designs are cute. But it's just it's just not the most original uh, game design wise. Well, yeah, but I mean, if it's uh, <laughs> if but if it's there to kind of scratch that itch of the original uh, Paper Mario, yeah. then then hey, why not? I mean, it's not like Nintendo makes good Paper Mario's anymore. Fair, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, hopefully that changes when the new one comes out next month. But well, we'll as, see. As of we'll now, just, yeah, yeah, we'll have to cross our fingers and see. Hey, look in the group chat. This is the last thing I'm going to go back to. Here's a comparison of the Mortal Kombat PS4 versus Switch. As you can oh see, that is, that is an old that is old Terminator from Terminator Dark Fate. One of them, he looks like the Terminator, and the other one, it looks like he was run through one of those uh, Instagram filters that turns you into a weird cartoon. <laughs> oh my god, oh. Like, like everything about it is wrong and bad. It looks like if they did Terminator Dark Fate on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It like, looks like, like he has a fake beard and hair. It does. <laughs> it looks like he has a fake everything. Look at his fake- <laughs> Look at his fingernails. It's like someone cosplaying as the Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> Everything about this picture I hate. It's like somebody <laughs> cosplaying Terminator Dark Fate while and and you're wearing glasses with Vaseline smeared all over them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, don't knock how I see. <laughs> all right, oh I'm, I'm done interrupting. You guys go. You guys go do your, oh, uh, that, your checkups. That's, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Jeez. <laughs> Animal Crossing has vacation juice, and now they have fruity wedding slushies. Nice. I love that that's the Animal Crossing name for an alcoholic beverage is vacation <laughs> juice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time Isabel makes her makes her announcements in the morning, I'm like, is that tea or is that whiskey? <laughs> she does love her whiskey. She does start. She's getting started pretty early in in the day. <laughs> she's on vacation. Well, that's true. She's on vacation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when you, when you live on an island, every day is island time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been going through and watching old Sailor Moon. That's oh, nice. A good time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, the the dubbed Japanese version, not the uh, four kids. You know. Was it oh, Four Kids recent- or was it a Cloverway? I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, they- the redub they just recently did. I think so. I don't know. It's been on. It's on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, that's the redub. It's pretty oh, good. Cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I haven't watched Sailor Moon in so long, and even then, I watched like the American TV version of it. So I'm like, man, I was like, it's taken an awful long time to introduce these other Sailor Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's a solo hero for like a, a little while, right? Oh yeah, yeah, at least four or five episodes. And then, oh, it's a lot longer than that. We're on episode thirty something, and they only introduced uh, Sailor Venus like maybe six episodes ago. Yeah, but anyway, uh, it's interesting. And also, I'm like, man, Luna is a real jerk to Usagi. Oh, yeah. Like oh, all yeah, of, for sure. Like, we get that she's kind of a, you know, a bubblehead and cries all the time and doesn't want to be a superhero and just wants to eat cake and be a princess, but... <laughs> well, who wouldn't? I mean, I right. mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, if I could just be a princess and eat cake, you know, I'd be all about it. Of the moon! <laughs> <laughs> Queen of the moon. Queen of all that moon. but it's i mean it's not it's not bad like it's kind of fun like remembering the stuff that was different and then watching this and like how much it was changed for american television like like why does chibi used to have a gun we haven't we haven't gotten to we haven't gotten chibi moon yet oh just just wait till they first introduce her the very first time she shows up uh, she's packing heat yeah, she is child with gun. Yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah, we're still we're still in the um, tuxedo mask being held captive or brainwashed or whatever by the Dark Kingdom people. But he's not. Uh, what's the like the Arabian Nights version of him? Oh, uh, Moonlight uh, Knight. Yeah, no. the Moonlight Knight. <laughs> uh, his name's a uh, 
Archidemian or whatever his name is. Endymion. Uh, Prin- it, Prince and well, he, he's Endymion. that the whole time. Yeah, that's who he like actually is. Yeah, Prince Edamame. And- <laughs> Prince Edamame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's not bad. Best Sailor Scout go. My favorite's Jupiter. Mars. Um, Venus. I don't know. Of course, you don't know. <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> that's a that's a. a an adequate choice, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Usagi would enjoy that answer. Yeah. All the jokes, all the jokes on like Jupiter's behalf on how she's like a Sasquatch of a woman, and <laughs> and then like that I, I didn't realize how like just boy crazy and kind of weird she is. Oh, she. Oh yeah. She's multifaceted though. She she can kick your butt with Bruce Lee moves, and also like is a good cook. Yeah. Also drive a boat. Also, she can drive a boat. She can. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like there's a scene. T- there's like a lost episode. Well, not a lost episode, but there's an episode they skipped in America where they have like a sea adventure and they meet like a Loch Ness monster. But they're driving around in a boat, and Usagi goes, "Minako, no, Minako is Venus. Mm-hmm. Who's, what's Jupiter's name? That's why Mako. 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 She's yeah. like." Mako, I didn't know you could drive a boat. And she says, yeah, I can pretty much do anything. <laughs> but no, like every every dude she sees, she's like, oh, that guy has a nose. Just like the guy who broke my heart did. He's so dreamy. I'm like, <laughs> she, did, she did the same thing in the American version, too. It was always, it reminds me of my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. I think it's funny that everyone talks about how tall she is. And according to the official... Sailor Moon tabletop role-playing game. She is five foot seven. She is canonically five foot seven. <laughs> it's pretty tall for Japan. I, I guess, but <laughs> you you figure she's you know like six foot. That would be awesome. But no, just like five foot seven. Yusagi's <laughs> like four eleven, I think, something like that. Which it's kind of funny that I'm talking about this in this in this picture I put in the group chat in the vine ch- or the line chat. Just literally just popped up in my timeline. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's about right for a uh, um, uh, tuxedo mask. Tuxedo mask. Yeah. He he My does nothing. Is the... He is just the worst. <laughs> Sometimes he says something encouraging. Sometimes. Sometimes. But mostly he calls her. He calls her garbage and tells her she has a dumb meatball head. <laughs> that's, but that's when he's like in his civilian form. He's super supportive when he's tuxedo mask. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Hey, uh, uh, we've actually hit time, so let's go ahead oh. and uh, take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. Sailor Moon says.
Hey everybody, we're back. That was uh, Moonlight Densetsu, uh, an English cover by Amelie, who does all kinds of uh, English version covers of anime songs. She's worth looking up. She's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that that uh, that track, I'd never heard of this singer before today, but that track was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, she came up on my Spotify suggestions one time, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. <laughs> Especially uh, her cover of... Uh, the Evangelion theme, Cruel Angels thesis. That's another good, really good, yeah. That's another good one. Cool. Yeah, well, that's, cool. that song's already a jam. Yeah, I was going to say that one. I haven't heard <laughs> that cover, but that original was very good. So, so awesome. It slaps, as the it's, kids say. <laughs> it slaps, <laughs> yes, as they say, yes. So, uh, so yeah, let's get into a little bit of news. And the, uh, the big news for the week was uh, uh, Sony had a big PlayStation trailer thon kind of it's i mean it was supposed it's kind of a stand-in for an e3 presser kind of a little bit this is what this is what we would have saw if they would have done e3 this well if anybody would have done e3 this year yeah right um right off the bat i want to say i'm kind of bummed that there were no gameplay like very little gameplay it was almost all pre-rendered video of of games like trailers and stuff. Yeah, they they had gameplay sprinkled in on but, a couple of the games. It was better than they usually do. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. So uh so what do we want to do? Do we want to just go down this list uh and give our two cents on some of the the titles that popped up? Yeah, we can do that. First I want to say they do this thing every time Sony has one of these big events. They show their games without explaining them to you. Yeah, that's a, and that's a problem. Yeah, like I don't know why I'm supposed to get excited about this game if I don't if I don't have a good understanding of how it works. But like, if it's a sequel <laughs> or if it's uh, based on another game's mechanics, that sort of thing, I kind I can kind of get around that. But some of these, yeah, I we got through the trailer and I was like, I don't know what I just saw. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have, I have no basis for to, to judge this on anything. <laughs> right. Right. Thank you for sharing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the thing that makes Nintendo direct so good is they always explain, you know, how it works as a game before yeah. they, either before or after they show the trailer, they just don't do that with this. More times than not, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, occasionally anyway. they'd have, they'd have the, they'd truck the developer out, and they would say yeah, two lines. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's but go through still, this list. Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's still not enough to have it work right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll go through this list. Uh, first up was Grand Theft Auto Five or GTA Online. Not exciting. No. Same here. <laughs> this game. This will be the third console this game has been released on. <laughs> to be fair, I have been playing it on PC lately because it was free on the Epic Store. Oh, and it's well, still go. it's still fun, but GTA Online's not fun. <laughs> okay, next up, uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. This it looks like it's a sequel to the uh, Spider-Man game they put out a year or two ago. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, this will be a big system seller because that this was a really good game. Yeah, yeah, that was a great game. Yeah, that's the the big kind of title they need to get people excited about PlayStation Five. Yeah, this is a good launch title for for PS Five for sure, for sure. Especially since I have not met a single person who played that game and didn't like it. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, there's just so much to it, you know. There's like, like a lot of good references. It's got solid gameplay. Yeah, I mean. I mean the brawl. The brawls kind of all blend together, but beyond that, it's just a great game. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed swinging around, collecting all the backpacks. <laughs> also, I love the fact that you didn't like they didn't make it like a, an impossible scavenger hunt. You could just you know, oh, it's over here, and just find it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Next up, Gran Turismo Seven. Uh, it it won't come out anytime soon. Yeah. The uh, Polyphony always takes forever to release a Gran Turismo game, so this won't come out for another four or five years at the least. Oh, okay, good to know. <laughs> good to know. But I do like Gran Turismo. It's a fun driving game. Yeah, <laughs> I don't typically play a lot of racing games, so I have no uh, I mean, uh, dog in this fight. It, 
It's super gear heady. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it, it'll, it's another one that'll sell a lot of systems when it comes out, but I wouldn't expect it to be like a launch title by any means. Uh, okay. Oh, what I if they did it Fast and the Furious uh, uh, spinoff to Gran Turismo? It's it's Dom Toretto's Gran Turismo. <laughs> wow. That was a good one. Gran Toretto. Gran Toretto. Gran Toretto's Gran Torino. Yeah. That, and it has uh, Clint Eastwood being racist. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking Gran, Turet, uh, Gran Toretto is uh, is uh, Vin Diesel's grandmother, who is also a gearhead <laughs> doing crimes and cars. It's about family. <laughs> it is. It is about family. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So they're doing another Ratchet and Clank game. It looked really cool. It has like a, some kind of dimensional shifting mechanic where you're like changing entire locations on the fly um, just to kind of show off how fast the load times are on the PlayStation 5, I guess. <laughs> nice, nice. But it was really impressive and almost disorienting looking how fast they would go from one place to the next. Really? See, I, I'll be honest, I missed the first half of the... Uh, of the uh, live stream of this. So there's going to be a point where I'll have more to say about things, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I'm happy to see more ratchet and clank stuff. I, I like the characters. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Other than the dimensional rifting, it looked like your standard ratchet game. Oh, I mean, well, I don't awesome. think there's ever been a bad ratchet game. Yeah. Th- there's been like samey ones. Like they've did too many of them too fast, but they were all decent. All right, uh, Stray is next. It's a game where you're on in some sort of robot world, but you're a cat. That's what I gathered from the trailer that was all cinematic. Okay. I mean, I mean it, it sounds neat. But... To, yeah, it's interesting to play a game where you're a, a realistic cat. Yeah. yeah meow. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know, I think I remember. I remember seeing like a video for that game like a long time, like a year and a half ago or something. Huh. I don't remember it, but you yeah. very well could have. <laughs> oh, it's like a, yeah, it's like a uh, kind of an open world, kind of an open world game where you know your 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 cat. Like it was, it was, yeah. it, was it was like I, I couldn't tell if it was a tech demo or what they were trying to do with it. I didn't know its name. Yeah, you're you're a cat, and everybody else is robots. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. Is this a, a little big planet game? Yeah. Oh, cool. It is, but it doesn't look like it has any of like the creation features. It looks like it's just a platformer, but with Sackboy. Interesting. Who has a terrible name. That is kind of uh, an unfortunate name for his... Yes. But that's I interesting. If... <laughs> yeah, that they're going they, to try they, to turn him they, into they like want... a mascot ga- character instead of a... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. They want him to catch on so bad, but I just... He just doesn't have enough going on, I don't they're, think. They're forcing it. They're forcing Sackboy. Yeah. They yeah. really are. <laughs> I mean, it's a cute design, and but it all kind of like looks like a knockoff of like a Yoshi game. Pretty much. Like like a Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty much. Which I uh, guess But Sack but but Little Big Planet's been around since before that. That's true. They they did it first, but I don't, but without the creation aspect, then what's the point? Then you are just making a Yoshi game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what is Destruction All-Stars? It looked like some sort of hero-based Destruction Derby game. It was hard to tell because there was no gameplay on that one. Oh, okay. There's a lot of cars and then some characters avoiding getting hit by cars, but also smashing up cars. So I didn't, <laughs> why didn't they just make a Twisted Metal? Yeah, that sounds more like a Twisted Metal game than anything. Where has twi- Twisted Metal been? Like, I don't know. There was that one on PlayStation 3 that they did a bad job. Yeah. Well, and then there hasn't been one since. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I, I never played that one, but I remember seeing it, and it was really bad. I didn't like Twisted Metal Black. I like Twisted Metal Black, but I was a uh, gothy sad boy. <laughs> in in high school so it was very much up my alley at the time oh do you remember when they were trying to push that ice cream clown man in uh as like a main as like an actual character when they did playstation all-star battle 
Oh yeah, Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Yeah, he was a he was a playable fighter, and it's like this is a character that you never see. Well, I guess I guess Captain Falcon is kind of the same in the same boat as Sweet Tooth. You see him in the beginnings and the endings of the game. Oh, that's true. I suppose. In what? the the glorious FMV endings that the original Twisted Metal has. What I'm saying is Axel should have been in the fighting game, the PlayStation yeah. fighting game, and not Sweet Tooth, because he is yeah. the guy that is a man that has wheels for hands. He would lend himself to interesting moveset. Yes. Too. Yes. <laughs> Axel for Smash. You heard you heard it here. <laughs> okay, Kenna, Bridge of the Spirits. It looked like some sort of cartoony third person platformy type of thing with a some like a magic girl. I, it was, I mean, it looked neat, but I, they didn't explain it very well. <laughs> so I'm beginning to sense a theme with this. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't explain it very well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, goodbye, Volcano High. It is a, in, a narrative indie game is how they described it. Um, with a but with dinosaur people that have really cute cute designs, but once again, like they don't show gameplay. Hmm. It looks like it could almost be a visual novel. I don't know. Oh really? Maybe. Okay. Maybe maybe it's like Life is Strange with dinosaur people. I. It was a real another really cinematic one. Okay. Okay. But it's worth looking at just because it it has like a cel shaded look and really cute human dinosaur designs. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Okay, next up is Ghostwire Tokyo. Now, this is the point where I uh, woke up from my nap <laughs> and realized, oh, no, there's a PlayStation 5 live event that I should probably tune into for the show. So I can actually ta- uh, talk a little bit about this. Um, they did a demo of it or a, uh, a, a preview of it uh, last year for E3, and it looked really good. Um, it looks like uh, the... Um, you see a little more of like in game with it this time around. And it's a lot more of like, you see your hands. It's like a first person and you're shooting magic out of your hands at monsters around Tokyo. And a lot of, a lot of really interesting, weird monster designs, very interesting designs. And the art style is kind of interesting. It's not exactly what I think they had planned based on the trailer from last year, but this year it looks good. It looks good. It looks worth checking out for sure. Uh, we have Jet the Far Shore. I don't I'm pretty sure what they. This is. I'm pretty sure they were a band from the uh, uh, mid 2000s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Godfall. So this was that that like medieval combat one. The mid yeah, it's like a med- medieval combat one where it's a third person and it lo- almost looks like you're doing uh, fighting game moves with like swords and axes and stuff, but in a 3d open world kind of playground area. So if that's, if that's what it is, then I'm in, but also it's done. It's being published by gearbox and I don't know if I trust their stuff. Frankly, I'm not a huge gearbox man. Not these days. Not exactly. No. So we'll see. We'll see where that one goes. Solar ash. I do not remember. What is this? It, it's a it's a, a um, sequel or prequel somehow related to uh, Hyper Light Drifter. Oh, is that what that is? Which okay. Is, which is a really cool like 2D Zelda esque game, but this one's they they've gone full 3D. Um, it looks really cool. I don't, Hyper Light Drifter is a cool game, so this will probably be pretty rad too. Awesome. It is a it is a rad game. Very cool. Okay, Hitman 3 it looks like another Hitman game. I mean, it looks very nice because it's on the PS5, but you're Yeah, and the Hitman games are are the last one anyway was pretty good. I played it for a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Sneaking around doing doing crimes. That's <laughs> That's the Hitman. Do, doing the Hitman stuff, being yep. the bald white guy. Yep. Okay. He chokes people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Astro's Playroom is that is this going to be a game that's packed on the PS5 as everybody gets this game? It kind of seemed that way. Yeah. It's like a cute little robot guy that pops out of your controller and you run around and do stuff. And it looked kind of neat. It looked kind of like a a neat tech demo kind of thing. 
Yeah, that's. I think that's probably what it'll be. It'll be like kind of a tech demo thing to show you what the controller can do. Because mm-hmm. it can do some different stuff that controllers haven't traditionally done before, like the haptic feedback and the adaptive triggers and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that looked neat. <laughs> yeah, looks fine. <laughs> uh, what is Little Devil Inside? It's like a Victorian-y open world sword and gun having game that has a really cool art style like the hero just looks really cool he's got these big white uh, white eyes with black dots oh yeah um, that's the, that's the one where it looks like he's like he's a world adventurer and it kept cutting back to his butler living in his house while he's out having adventures or something is that yeah, the one it, yeah i don't know i i really like this i think it looks really neat it looked fun it looked it looked pretty awesome I think I just really like the art style it has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Same here. Okay. We have NBA 2K21. So if you like basketball, guess what? There's more of it. <laughs> there, there's basketball, man. Yep. They're gonna, they're gonna pass around that orange ball. Yeah. You can now count every individual drop of sweat on on a player's face. So, so <laughs> if you're looking forward to that, there you go. This uh, is gonna be like. Like, people's dads are going to walk in thinking, like, there's a basketball game on TV. Yeah, because the graphics do look very realistic. It yeah, looks, I, it look I, really I good. can almost guarantee that's going to happen somewhere. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I'm wondering is, is there going to be another story mode written by Spike Lee? <laughs> With basketball ghosts? With basketball ghosts, yes. <laughs> Okay, bug snacks. Your your Muppets that eat bugs that are fruit. Food. Food, and then you turn into the food. Yeah, it's not really clear on what that exactly means, like, game-wise. Incredibly unclear, but they look like Muppets. They just look yeah, like Muppets. And that's pretty really great. It's really cute. Yeah, it's, it's, it's neat. It's by the people who did Octodad, and that game is fantastic so, and hilarious. Yeah, so this, Octodad this is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, I remember playing the original Octodad. So it's a solid game that is also genuinely funny. Like, mm-hmm. from a gameplay aspect, the gameplay itself is funny, which is interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, they're doing a remake of Demon Souls. Cool. Which I, I was weirdly tickled by that, and I don't know why, because I'm not a big Souls guy. Yeah. But it just... It's just weird to see them go back to the de- the demon souls instead of it being dark souls. I don't know. I'm just like, oh, hey, it's back. Yeah, right. Same here. I was excited to see it back, but I'm probably not going to play it because those games give me so much rage. Yeah, I always go in thinking, like, this is the one I'm going to get into and I'm going to enjoy it, and then I don't. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just get mad and I quit. <laughs> I wanted to like Sekiro so much. But it just—I hear that a lot from a lot of different people. Yeah, because even like that's the setting even worked for me. Like I like the the samurai stuff. That's cool, but mm-hmm. just just too—it's not fun. Yeah, <laughs> just too aggravating and not fun for me personally. Yeah. Okay, so we have um, we're coming up near the end of the list here. We have Death Loop, which they also had a, a trailer for last year at e- or at E3 times, or I guess it's their place, uh, PlayStation, whatever event. Um, yeah. This one actually had like playable one trailer. It yeah. was super coherent. Like this is how you do it. Yeah. So also, Death- yeah, the game looks awesome. <laughs> the game looks awesome. You're basically a guy that is, uh, like the world is constantly resetting. Like you're, uh, every time you die, you come back like groundhog's day kind of. And you're being hunted by other people, but it's it look it looks fun. It looks interesting. Yeah, he's got to take out like eight other assassins all while being chased by another assassin, and I, it just it looks really cool and really stylish. Stylish. Uh, that's, that's the best way it's to put by it. The, yeah, the Dishonored people and all the Dishonored games are really good, um, and there's a lot of similar moves I I noticed. Yeah. From the gameplay footage. So yeah. I'm excited for this one. It should be fun. Resident Evil Village. This is also Resident Evil 8. I don't know. Looks like a sp- spooky game. It looks 
it looks a lot like the last one, uh, which I loved. I loved Resident Evil 6. Um, this one's in first person too, I've I've read. So I'm excited for it. I liked that change. I know it was, it's controversial. Mm-hmm. But I think it worked really well. Of course, I played the whole thing in VR too, so well, that I made might. it, you know. It's, it's by far the best VR game that I think has been released that I've played. Really? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't played, like, that new Half-Life one that's supposed to be real good, but I also don't have the $1,000 VR set up for that. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have Pragmata, or as I, my brain keeps calling it, I can't believe it's not Kojima. Oh, yeah, I, I literally thought this was a Koji Pro game. Yeah. Yeah, it looks just weird enough and just space agey enough and everything. I swore it was by the guy who did Death Stranding. And I thought it was, I thought the main character was Luden. Yeah, same here. Their their mascot at first. Right. So, yeah, uh the trailer yeah. showed almost nothing of the gameplay or the story. You're on Earth and then you're in space and there's a little girl that might be a robot. <laughs> I don't know. And also a spaceman. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And, it, and it's Capcom. So, I mean, it could be good. And, it could be it good. It also could be not good. I don't know. Yeah. You never exactly know with them. They could knock it out of the park or they could make like a beat down. Yeah. Right. Or a final, final fight streetwise. Yeah. A Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. All right, the last one we have on the list is Horizon Forbidden West, which is a sequel to Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. I'm super excited about this. I've heard was a great game, but was unfortunately buried by Zelda Breath of the Wild on release. So Yeah, they both came out at the same time, and Breath of the Wild kind of ate, ate its launch. Yeah, so hopefully uh, this one gets we- a, a, a chance, you know? Yeah, because it didn't it didn't deserve to have Zelda eat it eat its lunch. That's just how it shook out. Yeah, yeah. Now this looks cool though. I mean, I knew right away it was Horizon because I heard Ashley Birch. I'm like, that's Aloy. This is a Horizon game. <laughs> Hunting robot dinosaur monsters with a bow and arrow. What's not to like? Exactly. Yeah. Just <laughs> give, put, give me more of that. So before we move off of the PlayStation 5 thing, um, was there anything about the the new system itself that you wanted to highlight? Uh, it looks like a space age trapper keeper. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I don't hate the design, but I don't love it either. I think it's a bit much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like, like a router. It does look like a router with a trapper wrapped around it. It looks yeah. like it's going to be a pain to dust. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think all the all the Sony systems have been cuz they always do that black. Mm-hmm. Either glossy or matte black and either way it's, they're just like dust magnets. Yeah. I mean all electronics are dust magnets. <laughs> <laughs> the controller looks good. I like the the unique things that it does. Yep, I I agree. I uh I'm interested in seeing more of the specs for the system when they release that. Um, I think it's interesting that they're doing a, a version with a disk drive and a version without. So um, kind of moving away from physical media a little more, which is kind of kind of neat. You know, there's a positive and negative with that, certainly. Yeah. But, I like uh, that you have the option. Yes, the option is there, and I, and I like that. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm also curious to see what the price is going to be on this thing. Um, ballpark. What do you think? What are you guys thinking? I think we're gonna be lucky if it's four ninety nine. Yeah, I'm saying it's it's yeah. gonna push six hundred. Yeah. I think Unfortunately. Two, yeah. I, th- I think I think the two versions will have different price points. Yeah. 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 You'll be getting a deal with the digital only one. I'll bet it's at least fifty to a hundred bucks cheaper. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four fifty. For the um, uh, digital only and 600 for the uh, one with the disk drive. That's that is my guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. It's gonna be too much, basically. Yeah, too much. That's the answer. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, hey, we have time for one more quick thing, and uh, actually, 
I think what we're going to do is uh, we received an email from one of our listeners, uh, Jerry, and uh, he asked us uh, uh, just a whole bunch of questions. We're not going to read through the entire email, but uh, one of the things he mentioned was the uh, um, turnover for the uh, CW Batwoman show where uh, Ruby Rose left the show. Now, we talked about that on the show briefly, but there um, wasn't a whole lot of news about it when we did talk about it. Um, the uh, the news now is that the uh, not only is Ruby Rose lose- leaving the show, her character is going to be leaving the show, like going to be written out of the show, and the series is going to be picking up with a completely separate Batwoman. How do you think that's going to work? It's a weird idea, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I honest- Yeah, I'm honestly kind of confused how they th- how CW is going to get away with this one. Now, granted, they've a, a couple years ago I would have said, well, there's no way they're going to do a a televised version of Crisis on Infinite Earths and bring 40, 50 characters from all these different shows into one crossover event and yet here we are and have it <laughs> maintained a stable quality, maybe not the best quality, but a stable quality throughout CW it. level quality. At least CW level quality. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure who they would, if they would create a new character whole cloth for the Batwoman series, or if they would go back and try to uh, shoehorn a previous comics character into the role. I don't know what they're going to do. This is kind of a weird, this would be like if, uh, Stephen Amell decided after three seasons of Arrow, he didn't want to do Arrow anymore, and they had to find another Arrow. And they made like Dibble be Arrow, right? Well, not even that because at least with <laughs> at least Dibble was previously established on the series. They're finding, from what I understand, they're going to find like start with a fresh with a brand new character for. Oh, Batman. that's weird. Yeah, that's really that's, bizarre. That's yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. Call for it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be very weird. Jerry also asked if we had watched uh, the new series, Stargirl. Uh, have not watched it yet. I actually have the first four episodes sitting on my computer. So I will probably be reviewing that next week. Um, the other thing he mentioned, uh, he found uh, on the Comet TV uh, streaming network, Sharktopus versus Terracuda. <laughs> oh, Terracuda is, is brilliant. That's a brilliant name, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've seen a couple of the Sharktopus movies. Uh, Sci-Fi Channel used to, uh, I don't know if they still produce them, but I know the first couple of Sharktopus, the Sharktopus 1 and Sharktopus versus Mega Mega Gator or something like that. There was like there was one where there was a giant uh, killer alligator that was fighting the Sharktopus. I'm always a fan of uh, the ghost shark. Ghost shark, yeah. <laughs> The shark that's a ghost that can show up anywhere where there's water. Yeah, I do like that. Now, there's, I think those kind of movies um, walk a very, very fine line. The thing that makes bad movies yeah. good is that you that the that the the creators took it seriously. That's why the room is good and everything else Tommy Wiseau has done is terrible. Yeah, because when he was making the room, he was being earnest. <laughs> yes, the earnestness is what makes a bad movie great. Yeah, like the uh, and- Sharknado movies. I can't stand the Sharknado movies. I watched the first couple, and I think I enjoyed the first one. The first, you know, there are bits and pieces. Yeah. and the, for the, the time, first one I, was fun. It was fun and fine, but they were clearly making it to be a bad movie, and you lose a lot of the joy when you have that. But like. I don't know, this Sharktopus versus Terracuda, as long as they aren't like constantly winking at the at the audience going, hey, this is wacky and stupid. Don't you get it? Don't you get the joke? As long as they're not doing yeah. that, I'm sure it's enjoyable. And uh, last yeah. thing, Cody, any uh, local cuisine that you want to highlight? Oh, you really put me on the spot here. I know, I am. That's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they it, what, they know they know me at the Penn Station because I get Penn Station so often. Oh wow! All right, all right. Yeah, You're becoming it, a regular. Apparently, it was like, oh, it's Cody, and I'm like, oh no, I'm that guy. <laughs> What's your usual go-to? What's your go-to uh, sandwich? Well, you, it used to be the pizza sub, but they don't have sausage anymore. Oh really? Oh, and that, weird. And that kind of sucks. I mean, it's still good without the sausage, but it's not the same. Yeah. A lot of times I've, I've been getting the cheese steak with uh, with extra steak. Ooh, that's good too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what, it's hard to beat a good pizza sub. Um, yeah. yeah. There are, yeah, like uh, Payne's Pizza in town has a great pizza sub. Tubby's has an amazing pizza sub. Like, their pizza sub is like, I mean, I love Tubby's Pizza, but like, sometimes you just want a sandwich. And man, yeah, that's the, the thing stuff. I like about about Penn Stations is that they melt that cheese on there real good. They get a real good, yeah. <laughs> they get oh, a real yeah. good melt on that crisp bread. It's real good. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, do you remember when we used to have a Quiznos in town? Remember when Quiznos yes, was a thing? Yeah. I yes, loved I, Quiznos. I loved Quiznos. I used to I was, go I eat there all so the time. Bad. Oh yeah. There's like a honey bacon something sandwich that was so good. A bourbon chicken for me, man. Bourbon chicken all day, all day, every day at the Quiznos. Now it's like a vape store. Yeah, it's like a vape store. No, I think it's a cell phone store. No, that yeah, that one's it's next to the vape store. And the and the legal gambling place. Yeah. (laughs) That used to be Mr. Egos. It used to be Mr. Egos, yeah. Yeah. You'd go in, you'd get your sandwich, you'd go and and play some Halo at Mr. Egos. (laughs) Yep. That's that you was could, that's your afternoon, yeah. Five, two thousand five through two thousand seven, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, I think we have pretty well wrapped things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Uh, Give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. Leave us a voicemail and we'll answer it and or play it on the show. The number for that is 586-372-8020. Tell us. Your favorite sandwich. Yes. (laughs) Let's let's talk talk sandwiches. Let's talk hot sandwiches. Let's talk cold sandwiches. I want to know both. Because there is a difference. There is a difference between a hot sandwich and a cold sandwich for sure. For I'm sure. A, I'm a hot I'm a hot sandwich man. Yeah. I it depends it depends on my mood. I'll go I'll go a hot Reuben sometimes. That's very good. But sometimes you just want a cold you know, you just want a cold bologna sandwich. Sometimes that's you know, I'm I'm a simple man. <laughs> Give me that bologna sandwich. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you can also find our show on various podcast apps like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in this week, and we will be back next week. Don't forget to subscribe to my OnlyFans. What? <laughs> 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 no. Uh, no one 